All right, we are back. Uh, if you want to find out about following Get the Funk Out and me, Janine, I am on Twitter, moms underscore rock, and KUCI is on Twitter at KUCI FM. So my next guest is standing by. She's an author, and she's calling in to join the show, C. Bachan. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for calling in. It's my pleasure. It's an honor. A fellow uh, host, Claudia, uh, told me about you, I believe. Yes. And uh, tell me how you became a writer. Oh, I've been a writer pretty much since I was born. It, it almost seems that way. My, um, my parents tell me that uh, as soon as I could talk, I was telling stories. As soon <laughs> as I could move around, I was acting them out. And certainly as soon as I was old enough to hold a pen, I started writing down stories, my own or sort of um, um, adding to stories that I read. I was an avid reader. I loved books. I even loved the smell of books. <laughs> and um, it, so uh, I've just been doing it ever since I can remember, even before I can remember. What made you to decide to publish this latest work, Like a Diamond in the Sun? Well, Like a Diamond in the Sun, it's, a, uh, it's about awesome events in my life that I call everyday miracles. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's told through a collection of 30 inspiring personal stories. And um, I have been keeping a journal in which I wrote down all the good things that, ha- that happened to me. Like and um, mm-hmm. as I wrote them, I-, I began to realize how incredible they were. For example, I've been thinking about, you know, some information or I had a problem to which I need a solution. Mm-hmm. And I would have these unexpected connections with strangers who, through the conversation, would give me the answer, give me the information that I needed. Wow. And, and it, yes, it was amazing. And it was also perfectly timed, the way that my meeting them was synchronized. I mean, in one second later, one nanosecond later, and we would never have seen each other, and I wouldn't have gotten that information. Um, so, of course, that got our attention. And uh, then I began to recall other things, not just sort of individual incidents like that, but, but big events. I don't know about you, but um, I'm one of those people who used to stop at a stop, who used to pause mm-hmm. at a stoplight, I should say, okay. instead of coming to a full stop. I know that's bad, but <laughs> that's what I did. And um, one of those times, uh, there was a car on my left side, and he apparently used the same method because he was whizzing past the stop sign. Uh-oh. And it was going so fast, I, I really, I thought I was going to die. I thought he was going to hit me, and, and all those kinds of things started going through my mind. And, and, but all of a sudden, I couldn't move. There was some kind of force that held my car in place, held me in place. I could observe everything that was going on, but I couldn't move. I couldn't think anything. All I could do was just observe. And I saw the car coming towards me, mm-hmm. and then suddenly it moved in front. Of, it was on my left side. It moved in front of my car, okay. around my car, and back into the path. You know, with no one doing anything, it was just like some invisible force or invisible being had moved the car around, like somebody playing with toy cars. Unbelievable! Uh, unbelievable! And um, I could see the expression in the um, faces of the people in the car, mm-hmm. and there were people in my car, and we were all totally astonished. They didn't stop; they just went on. But you know, um, it's it's incidents like that that made me. Uh, further realized there's some big picture things coming on, and um, uh, it took took my breath away, brought tears to my eyes. And I, the thing is, I began to realize that there's um, a kind of a depth of love and attention to the details mm-hmm. in my life, and I believe others that uh, we hadn't looked at closely. And through this book, I try to do that. I think it's wonderful to write down different stories. 
you know, especially when they hold tremendous meaning. Uh, I'm going to share a quick one with you. When I I'd was, love to hear it. You know, it's, it's interesting. I think you'll like this. When I was little, I was living in New York, and there was a woman that used to take care of me. She was about 18 years old, and I adored her, and she was from Jamaica. And um, when I would come home, let myself into the apartment, I had my key. I think I was about seven or eight. And she was the best part of my day. And um, at one point, I didn't know this, but she became pregnant. And then she was out of my life. And she meant so much to me. And I, mm-hmm. just, I didn't know what happened. Sure. So um, about three years ago, I kept thinking about her constantly. I mean, I had thought about her over the years, but I thought, oh, there's no way. I don't even remember her last name. How am I going to ever find her? So I'm here at the station, I'm thinking about her and thinking about her, and I thought, this is ridiculous. This is going on all the time. What's going on with me? Mm -hmm. And um, so the very next day, I'm out to dinner, and my cell phone rings. And I didn't hear anything, or I couldn't make out who it was, and I hung up, and then the person called back, and there was a woman on the end of the line, and she had a Jamaican accent, and she she had found me. Uh huh. How amazing! Amazing. And we're st- we're still in touch. She had named her daughter after me. Oh, how wonderful! That's how much we love each other. Yeah. That's really special, and uh, those are those kind of awesome synchronizations that are really special. And and the thing is, it's so custom made for each of us. That was custom made for you and mine. Mm-hmm. Were custom made for us. They're not templates. So tell me more about the book. Do you want to share some of the stories that have really touched you, you wanted to put into words? Well, uh, there's one in particular that is, was kind of scary. When I was um, a college student, um, and I, I came out here to work one summer, mm-hmm. and I found a wonderful person with uh, whom to, to, to be my roommate. And since neither one of us was from California, we spent all of our time trying exploring the San Francisco area. Okay. And we wanted to go to the beach, uh, but we couldn't because it was such a cold, foggy summer um, that that seemed almost impossible. But one day, it, the sun was shining, and we, we both loved the beach. We said we have to get out and uh, go to the beach. So we uh, thumbed our way uh, across San Francisco, the Golden Gate Bridge, to um, what we thought was Muir Beach. Okay. And uh, so we were walking along, and it was a little rocky, and we were going down these bluffs, which again was unusual because back east it's just sand. There's really no bluffs uh, along the coastline. Right. So we were going down the bluffs and passing these caves as we went along and didn't think anything of them. When we looked out in the water and the water was far out. And again, back east it takes a long time for the water to come in if it's as far out as it was at that time. Okay. So we walked a long, long way and we got tired. So we went inside one of these caves and um, it was full of rocks, but we lay down, and we thought, you know, we'd just take a, a rest. But it turned out we sort of overslept. And I I, I was lying there, and I felt like I, someone was calling my name. I kept really? hearing music that sounds like water rushing under stones, and um, I, I felt like I was being shaken. And suddenly, and I, then I felt some cold water touch my body. Okay. And I jumped up. And the water that we thought was a long way out there was yes. inside the cave. And uh, so I jumped up, I grabbed him, we ran out the cave, and then what we saw was about to call us to fall out because uh, there was nothing but water down there. All, all the beach, all the sand, oh it was nothing but wa- swirling water. 
And uh, the only way that we were going to stay alive was to climb up the rocks above this cave. But they were treacherous. You know, they were, it wasn't smooth path, um, path. It was rocky, hard to grab on, and but that was the only way. So we... Uh, we started climbing, you know, we sort of put our hands up, almost cutting our hands and trying to pull ourselves up. And through this, um, all this time, I felt a sudden peace come over me. I felt like, um, you know, I had no fear, and I felt a guidance. You know, my eyes would be shown the place yes. where I could put my hands and I could put my feet and climb up into that, and then to do it again and again, and even to jump over uh some swirling little uh, areas of water right. and how to land there safely until we finally made it back up into smoother, flat land. And I, I knew I had divine guidance getting that. And when I look back at what we had done, because, of course, I wasn't going to look down or back while it was going on, right. um, it was amazing. I, uh, it, was, uh, it was so scary, and I was um, uh, really shaken and so grateful that I had been, my life had been saved that way. But I, what I kind of envision is you, you never doubted yourself. You just said, I, I'm going to get out of this. I'm just going to keep going, and this is the way to go. It's not, no, I didn't doubt myself because I, when, when these experiences kind of happen, mm-hmm. um, I, don't have, I don't really have a space to think. Um, it, it, it's, it's almost like my mind is, um, I, I'm, I'm just overwhelmed with such a feeling of love and peace, like, mm-hmm. a, like it's a hug, and I just... Like it's a cosmic hug. I'm just being helped along. I, I don't. I don't even think about myself. I'm just so all of a sudden experiencing this love, that's oneness with this love that's moving me in this way and out of trouble. Amazing. Wow. And, uh, <laughs> yes, that's true. And again, it's not just for me. It's for everyone. I believe that divine love shines through ev- all of us, and in doing so, it creates something really beautiful, something awesome like a diamond in the sun, and that's what na- uh, led me to name the book, give how, it that title. How has this book, or has this book, changed you in any way? Uh, it's changed me and others who've, who've uh, read it, because um, for, for one thing, and for me, recalling all these events, um, again, each time I just get overwhelmed by the amount of love, by the, the detail, because we're not just talking about big picture events, but again, I call them everyday miracles, the, the uh, so-called minor synchronizing my time and the life of my time with someone else or otherwise bringing something into my life aside from the big picture events of saving my life. And it's, it's just so amazing uh, to realize that. And then when I share with others, people say, wow, and then they start looking uh, at the events in their lives and recognizing some of the same things and start sharing their stories with me. In fact, we've all talked about, well, maybe we should have a follow-up with the stories of yes. people who, who've read the book because, um, you know, they have some pretty amazing experiences as well. I feel like you could have a whole workshop, seminar, or something with a whole bunch of people sharing stories, getting up and having a moment to stand up and tell their story. I'd actually love to do that. I'd, I'd love to do something major you know, not just locally, but nationally and even globally, with everyone sharing those kinds of stories. Again, to recognize what's going on in our lives and to, um, to, to, to not just recognize it, but to listen better, to, to take time out to listen to those um, inner feelings, inner promptings, inner voices that we hear, and, I, and that will um, make all of our lives better, go smoother. I think it's wonderful. Where can people find out more about you? 
Well, they can go to Amazon.com mm-hmm. and type in Like a Diamond in the Sun. Okay. Um, and they can also contact me directly uh, through my email, and the address is heartprintsmedia, that's heartprintsmedia, all one word, okay. at earthlink.net, earthlink, one word, dot net. Perfect. Any last uh, bit? Go ahead. Uh, the ebook is available now, and the paperback will be coming out this November. Fantastic. And any last bit of advice for people that are in a bit of a funk? Because, you know, my show is called Get the Funk Out. So. I do. And I was thinking, you know, Claudia was right. This is so perfect Aww. because what I'm doing is such uh, synchronized with getting the funk out of your system because yes. um, you, you let go and let God and uh, still yourself and listen to that inner prompting. And I do want to say that when I use the term God, I don't, I don't mean it in terms of religious dogma because it, this book is not about any particular religion or philosophy or cult. It's just about stilling yourself and listening to the inner you. Fantastic. Thank you so much for calling to the show. This has been great. Thank you so much for having me, and you have a miracle day. Thank you so much. Take care. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That was C. Bakan calling in, and if you missed any part of our discussion about her book, it is up on my show blog, getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. I do want to mention KUCI is on Twitter at KUCI-FM. We're on Instagram at KUCI-FM, Tumblr, blog.kuci.org, Facebook, KUCI-889, and my show, I am on Twitter at moms, M-O-M-Z, underscore rock. We'll be right back after a short break. <laughs> 